Aloha everybody, Annalisa Burgos here from Honolulu, Hawaii, checking in with the latest on uh, Finding Aloha, the podcast, and a lot has been going on. It's been a while since I updated everyone from Hawaii, but essentially the big news for the last few weeks has been the vaccine for the coronavirus, and it's here in Hawaii now. Our first shipment from the federal government through Operation Warp Speed arrived uh, yesterday. The first hospital to get it was Queens Medical Center, and they got about 975 doses, so essentially uh, just one tray, a coveted um, pizza box, as uh, one hospital executive called it, uh, which has about, each vial has about... um, five doses in it and so they will start vaccinating their healthcare frontline workers today and the tripler medical center that's the army or not army but the military facility here uh, will be the first um, military installation to be getting it on island and that their shipments come in today So they'll be looking at possibly vaccinating people starting today. And also um, the other hospitals are hopefully getting theirs anytime this week, Wednesday through Friday. Um, But yeah, they've been staggered, uh, the shipments. So looking forward to seeing how it all plays out. We've been covering it uh, on my station and I've been following it closely, talking to the different hospitals and doctors who are part of the effort, the Department of Health. And um, it seems everyone in the medical community seems to be very supportive of the vaccine as a way to stop the cases from rising and just kind of get a handle on the pandemic. So a lot of hope, a lot of excitement. There are some people, including nurses and doctors that have reservations about the vaccine. Um, and that's understandable because it's new technology. It's, um, it was kind of fast-tracked compared to normal um, procedures that we've seen with previous vaccines. But I spoke to a medical researcher here and, you know, a few of them, and they've said that this is technology that's been around, but due to, uh, you know, just the circumstances and the urgency associated with the pandemic, they just were able to, you know, get the funding and the backing and everything to to logistically bring it to market faster than, you know, other vaccines. So I think it's just when there's a will, there's a way type of attitude, it sounds like to me. But again, a lot of skepticism. People, you know, don't want to be the first to get the vaccines. Um, Most people that I speak to say that they'd rather wait and see how the effects are because uh, despite of... The clinical trials showing that you know 95% of um, of the people don't get the virus. You know they are still worried about potential side effects. And we did hear about you know some reactions, including fever and headaches, and uh, you know uh, just kind of any normal response to being injected with a vaccine. I mean. That's just uh, your immune system responding 
to this uh, foreign agent and to your system. Uh, yesterday I had a story actually about the homeless population. So I went out with a, a group of outreach workers with uh, the nonprofits, um, Partners in Care and Project Vision, as well as the Institute for Human Services, which is a, a um, organization that works with the homeless. They operate shelters here in Hawaii. And so they basically go out and talk to the people who live on the streets, educate them out about COVID-19, give them an opportunity to get free testing. And uh, now with a vaccine, there's of course discussion about should the homeless um, be a priority group for getting the vaccine. And so uh, it seems to me that most people agree that you know they have circumstances that may make them vulnerable to contracting the infection but generally unless they're living in a group home situation like a shelter or in uh, an encampment um, they they seem to be doing okay like the infections have been kept under control so far uh, amongst the homeless community so uh, that's what's happening with that. Um, and yeah, uh, we also talked about the priority groups that the Department of Health came out with here in Hawaii. So the usual healthcare workers on the front lines, first responders, nursing home residents are all up top. Uh, you know, the first in line, phase one, but then after that, uh, you know, they start grouping it into different risk risk factor based on risk factors so the second phase includes teachers and school staff um, uh, essential workers that are really in high-risk situations so I'm guessing uh, you know construction um, grocery store workers you know because they see so many people in a given day uh, stuff like that and then uh, who else is in that group that includes prisoners and basically everyone who lives in a group group living situations um, let's see and then all seniors of course and then in phase three is going to be interesting this is interesting um, young adults and children and the rest of the essential workers now it hasn't really the, the Pfizer one at least hasn't been approved for the for children so I'm assuming that this phase will happen you know it looks like this phase will happen months from now and by then I'm assuming that healthcare officials are hoping that other vaccines that uh, will be safer for young people will be available by then so I think that's that's the planning that's involved in this particular document and that's available if you want to see it if you're in Hawaii and want to see how Hawaii is kind of prioritizing people that document is on my company's website which is kitv.com and yeah what else yeah just again a lot of people talking about the vaccine and uh, what it could mean for us here uh, people are just really frustrated with all the ongoing restrictions I mean up to now we're not um, allowed to gather in groups of more than five um, you know mixing in different households they just uh, don't feel that it's safe yet to do that our numbers are still around a hundred between 200 
excuse me, between 100 to 200. It's been fluctuating. Um, we did have a couple of days where it was under 100, but in no way are we in a position where we can move into a less restrictive tier. So I think that's what's also frustrating for a lot of people. I just covered a wedding um, that happened over the weekend with a couple that, you know, her the bride had, um, her mom is, you know, close to passing away and she really wanted her to be part of her wedding. And so while they wanted to wait till after the pandemic to hold their, their ceremony, um, they had to move that up because her mom's not doing very well. So she was just so grateful and happy to be able to have her wedding, but it was definitely uh, a COVID style wedding in the sense that it was a drive-through reception. The only people in the chapel were were the couple and their kids and the officiant. And then, you know, uh, outside was where they did a drive-through wedding where they took pictures with guests, five, you know, no more than five people in a group at a time and got some drive-through bentos and f wedding favors, stuff like that. So anyway, it was, and you know, they did it through Zoom. So people watched it from their cars in Zoom or wherever there are. So I think just in general, people have been, you know, getting through the pandemic in any way that they can. I mean, there's still a lot of people who haven't been, haven't received their unemployment. And we constantly get messages from people saying they don't understand what they're, what is taking so long at this point, you know, you know, nine, 10 months into the pandemic, the unemployment system should be able to be functioning properly and it should be caught up by now. But for some reason, and again, we, we do ask the Department of Labor and Industrial Relations that operates the unemployment system here in Hawaii what the problem is. And it's always the same answer. You know, staffing is getting, staff is getting through it. Um, claims are really hard to adjudicate. And it just, it's, I, luckily I'm not in that um, position, but if I were one of these people waiting for unemployment and I still haven't gotten it up to this point, yeah, I just, I, I feel really bad. It's just so frustrating for so many people. So that's that's another type of uh, story we've been covering on ongoing. And then another situation is the spending. As we know, CARES Act spending um, has been, you know, we've been monitoring that and uh, there's still millions in the pipeline that haven't been expended by the government. And if they don't do so before the end of the year, that stuff goes into a state fund for unemployment um, and an employment trust that will go back to paying back the federal government for a loan that they gave in order to pay out all of these billion billions of dollars in unemployment insurance. So while, yeah, it stays local, the money stays local, it doesn't exactly uh, fulfill what the intention of the money is, which is essentially rent relief for people, um, you know, programs to help small businesses afford their rent and their outgoing expenses. So I think uh, that that's what another frustrating situation for people here. And I understand that it's likely the same across the country. Um, so again, it's just, oh, just covering all of this has been exhausting and trying to to make sure that people 
keep up with with what's happening and care about it you know because it's easy here in Hawaii to be complacent or um, you know because we're generally pretty good and our numbers are pretty low so I could see how just generally if you don't know someone who's passed away or directly affected by the virus you can easily not care and I think that's what we're trying to avoid uh, when it comes to um, educating the public and informing the public about what's happening with the coronavirus just to make it again still relevant for people so again stay safe everybody uh, that's it for me I just uh, again wanted to give a quick update on the vaccines arrival here in Hawaii and curious to know if people are um, going to take it you know that's that's a big thing I think a lot of people are choosing to wait but definitely connect with me on Facebook uh, my account is Annalisa the journalist and then um, the other uh, accounts are Annalisa Burgos and I'm on Instagram and Twitter as well and send me a note or if you have any questions feel free to message me Aloha everybody have a great day